listening to the Cars of Carlisle podcast, episode 55, the Import Performance Show wrap-up. Cars of Carlisle is your favorite internationally downloaded podcast about all things automotive. Darren and his CFC team are ever searching for interesting automotive happenings, real stories about real car people, and fun features to inform and entertain you. Each week, the Cars of Carlisle crew brings you show topics ranging from car shows to team adventures to auto racing weekends to behind-the-scenes human interest stories from car nuts that live across town, across the country, or even across the globe. Come join the road trip. Today, come along with Darren and Scott as they recount their weekend at the Carlisle Import and Performance Show. Listen into this episode for attendee interviews, burnout contest, engine roars, drifting tires from the autocross track, and screaming engine wails from the rolling exhaust contest. The fellas visited all the countries represented on the fairgrounds, getting their show passport stamped by models dressed to represent Germany, Sweden, the United Kingdom, Italy, Japan, South Korea, and the good old U.S. of A. Crank up the volume. Let's get revved up. Hello and welcome back, Cubers, to your favorite informative automotive podcast. I am your trusted host, Darren, and with me today in Studio B is my co-driver, Scott. Welcome. Hey, thanks for letting me join again this week. You betcha. In fact, uh, we wanted to give you guys a wrap-up. Hopefully you were there at the Carlisle Fairgrounds this past weekend to see the Carlisle uh, 2019 Import and Performance Nationals. If you weren't, you have to try and make the 2020 show, but we'll give you a quick rundown of what we saw, what we did. We walked the whole fairgrounds. I think we clocked, what, four and a quarter miles we did a lot of walking up and down the hills over to the autocross track by the turnpike, the whole nine yards. We saw we saw it all. Went in, hit the exhibit buildings. It was a great day to be there. The, the weather, yeah, was weather was exceptional. Completely cooperating. And uh, shout out to our friends at Carlisle Events. They they work hard to put on great shows, and this was certainly no exception. So, let's get into a couple of things before we launch this show. Uh, a big thank you to our sponsor, Man Engineering, on the left coast. To our West Coast friends at man-engineering.com, they handle only the very best in aftermarket Subaru performance parts. In fact, we saw some beautiful Subies today. Uh, decked out. Oh, yeah, some WRX STIs and BRZs and, and everything. But uh, not just Subaru, Toyota, Honda, BMW, Audi, some it's doesn't this seems like a bit of an oxymoron but some really tricked out volvos and sobs i mean it was we saw everything um, but again a big shout out to our friends at man engineering and for this week's trivia question there was actually a hint in one of our interviews on the fairgrounds we were actually talking to uh, showgoers and some uh, car owners i have a couple of those interviews to share with you here in a couple minutes coming up but uh, one discussion we have with the gentleman, you actually will get the answer if you listen closely, but let me give you the question. And it simply is this. What year, make, and model of vehicle did Hollywood actor James Dean perish in on September 30th, 1955? That answer coming up at the end of the show. So without further ado, let's jump into this episode. Hey guys, we're on the fairgrounds now and wanted to let you know that we are going to definitely talk with uh, different folks, those that are here at the show, those that are displaying, want to make sure we get to talk to different uh, car owners and those with uh, varying interests, so stay tuned. Okay, I'm here with Bob Whip, and we are standing next to a 1956 Porsche Spider. 
And uh, Bob, tell us a little about your how many years you've been coming to the show. Well, this particular one, five years. The rest of them, probably like 25 years. Okay. And uh, Coming up from Baltimore, you said, right? Yeah. I help out with the Eastern Museum of Motor Racing. Oh, nice. Okay. And uh, in 1996, my girlfriend and I were out. She ran us in the, out of gas in the desert in California. And I uh, stopped at a small farm to get gas. And uh, the nearest gas station that, that we were eventually make it to was Calamante, California. Okay where the uh, accident took place with James Dean and the uh, spider. And they actually had <clears throat> highway markers in the road to mark mm. where he had the accident, but they were getting wore out by people riding over them. Mm-hmm. So they made them on, put them on the side of the highway and made okay. a little museum there. Okay. It was pretty neat, though. It was, uh, you know, the, the accident scenes, you can actually see from the angle of the roads oh, wow. how it happened. And Do you know, I mean, I, I've... I know the story, but I forget, like, was he going too fast? Did they, was there a reason why he, he lost control? Did they ever say? Well, he was going fast, but that's hard not to do in a spider. Sure. But somebody cut out on him As that would, okay. in, a Ford, in a Ford sedan and, and just hit him. Okay. And, you know, they don't, they don't stand up too well. I remember seeing those pictures of, like, him put his gloves, driving gloves back on after he pumped gas. That was, like, the last photo of him, I guess. Yeah. That the mm-hmm. one captures. Yeah. So it was just pure luck that I happened to stumble onto yeah. that. Yeah. You that's know? pretty cool. But I, I couldn't believe she actually run, run us down to that low in well, the Well, good thing you found that farmer. Yes. <laughs> she didn't even want to go in there. Oh, my. I'm like, you, you, this is the <laughs> desert. You don't play around. No, we don't mess. What have, uh, what have you seen today that caught your eye, if anything? Well, I like the uh, I like the Miles to Miatas and the, uh, the old MGs and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, just a little bit of everything. Yeah. The driver's cars. Yeah. The cars. I have a 1996 Apollo SS that I have a Mazda Miata, so I covered all the bases. Yeah, you do. You've got the big one and the little one. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Well, Bob, thanks for taking a few minutes. Okay, thank you. Thank you, sir. Enjoy the rest of your day. Okay. Appreciate you giving some time. While on the field here, we have seen some really cool cars, and there's one that's catching my eye. It looks like a total Herbie, not a Herbie love bug, but just a peace and love kind of love bug from the 60s. So let's go uh, Let's go find out more about this this car. Hello Cubers, I am standing here on the show field on at Important Performance and I have a, a new friend that I just met about 10 minutes ago and Ron Hershey, tell us a little bit about your 71 Super Beetle if you would. Uh, it was originally orange, bright orange and it was repainted 12 years ago bright orange and uh, an artist by the name of Aaron Zook Jr. from Lancaster County who was raised Amish and his dad taught him how to do artwork, etc. And um, he has a huge body shop and features unique paint jobs. Mm -hmm. I was the artist 12 years ago. At that time, he put a surfboard on the roof rack, and it's still there. And um, it only has 27,000 original miles. You drove it from Lancaster. And I drove it from Lancaster. It's the longest trip I ever took in it. Wow. Yep. I can't believe the low miles. You are so fortunate. 27,000. And... Are you the third owner? I can go back three. Okay. Aaron Zook, the artist, 12 years ago, bought it, had it for a year or so, and with the mind of turning it into a love bug. Okay. And after he had it done, he sold it to a guy named Ron McFall, and um, he's actually a neighbor of mine three blocks away in, in Willow Street, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. I bugged him for years to sell it. He wouldn't. He finally went to a nursing home and had to sell it, 
and I was there with the cash, first one there with enough cash to buy it. Okay. And uh, so pleased to have it. This is not who we were in the 60s. That's sure. not who we are today. No. But it's a unique vehicle. I bought as an investment. Of course, yeah. And I can easily triple my money on it, and I want to sell it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a fun vehicle. My dad... Turns a lot of heads, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> my father, oh, however, in 53, bought one of the first Beatles in Pennsylvania from off the boat in Philly. We okay. lived in Lancaster County then. Yeah. In 54, he bought the first bus or van yeah. in Pennsylvania my dad bought. That's a great And story. you talk about a head turner. Those The Beetle and the bus turned heads as much as this car does today. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, and so we we know Volkswagens for quite a while. He's had other Volkswagens since then. But uh, that's the 71. We enjoy riding it. That's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. God bless you, Ron. Thank you. Thank you. He does. He does. So, Scott, wasn't that... Well, that was, first of all, your first rolling exhaust contest, right? It was. It was very cool. Yeah. Yep, it was neat. How about the fact that we're Volvo station wagons and big V8 muscle? I mean, it, it was a little, little bit of everything. It was. There was a, Even the one with the pink flamingo on the yep, top. Yep. There was a 1988 Ferrari. Uh, all, I mean, just very, very cool. So I, if you guys would, just uh, in the rolling exhaust, there was an RX-7. It competed later in the day near the grandstand at the burnout contest. And we have a whole string of, of audio clips that Scott and I took at the rolling exhaust. But before we get into that, just humor me and hear this RX-7. It sounds like the world's largest, most upset dragonfly there is. And we'll, we'll start these sound clips with the RX-7 in its pit in front of the grandstand doing its burnout, which it ended up blowing, what, two tires, I think? Two tires. Yeah, so it, it blew out both its rear tires. But then we'll go right into the, the passes, but you got to hear it. it. It just sounds like a <laughs> like a dragonfly on steroids that is not happy. So. And in addition to this soundbite, check out Instagram in our highlights, and you can see the video of the burnout, because it doesn't yes. do it justice unless you, unless you see your whole It's about a minute-long story on it. On disappearing Instagram. in the cloud of smoke. Yeah. So check that out. So, thank you for humoring me. That was the Mazda Mosquito. I mean, Mazda Dragonfly. No, not Dragonfly. Uh, RX-7. Yes, that was the... <laughs> The rotary engine of the RX-7 cranking up to motorcycle-level RPMs. All right, let's get back over to the uh, fence line, and we'll do uh, the uh, passes, the sound bites for the rolling exhaust competition. Oh, yeah. 
was uh, the show in a nutshell they did have uh, every year just gets better and better um, really amazed by how they draw so many different diverse people together uh, as we talked about last week you have all ages probably from 16 17 18 year olds that are just new to driving to we saw folks in their late 70s early 80s uh, driving mgs and, and roadsters and open air cars i mean just Everything they had, Lamborghini, Murcielago, Aventador. So that, along with the Miss Carlisle, I had seen something with Miss Carlisle. They only had two entrants, and they they well, they, <laughs> and they, they said they had they three scrounged places. up. Yeah, they scrounged up for like five or six other ones, and and they were wore what they had. They didn't have bikinis. They had one looked like uh, she'd roll out of bed. She had pajamas, pajama on. bottoms, and yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was uh, not the, not your average. Uh, beauty contest but a little, a little something different i know you had never really been exposed to the whole scavenger hunt the, the passport no, which that is, was really cool which is uh brilliant on behalf of carlisle events because with this so on page 35 of your official event guide you go around and essentially in a scavenger hunt and we had to walk around the entire show field we found these different checkpoints that represented each country of origin of the vehicle car vehicle origin uh south korea Italy, uh, the UK, France, Japan, US, Sweden, Germany, and then when you were done, you meander on. Well, Sorry. yeah, yeah, you, you oh, check things out. If you weren't, if you were going specifically to look at a certain type of car or style, you still went around to, to get your passports checked off. And uh, and what Scott's trying to say is he enjoyed seeing the models dressed from the countries of origin. They did. They yeah. were all dressed perfectly. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then once we had our, our fully stamped passports, we went to guest services and you know, great uh, prizes, good swag as sure. a result, yeah, which was great. a lot of fun. So if you uh, haven't done it, it's well worth it. For the eight stops you get to make around the world, it's well worth it. It's a lot of fun. And before we wrap this one up, I want to say a special thanks and a big shout out to Ed Bezeski and Ken Appel, both the co-event managers for the Import and Performance Nationals. They do a great job. And it was really well coordinated, really well run, staff everywhere. Mm-hmm. If you had any questions or concerns, in fact, we were uh, looking for one of the checkpoints for our passports and one of the... Uh, I think his name was Dave. He was yeah, one of the Carl event staff. He was a part of the staff. He had, drove up in his golf cart, shot us down to one of the yeah. other... Uh, one of the other passport locations. So it was great. Yeah, very well staffed, very well run. Yeah, extremely so. So it was a good year. It was 100 years of Citroen. It, uh, they had um, 50 years of the Datsun Nissan Z. They had 50 years of Mitsubishi, uh, 100 years of Mazda, um, 50 years of the BBS wheel company. So there, there was a lot of features in the exhibits and, and the the buildings were all full of, of great uh, you know, great vehicles representing all these makes and models and marks from around the world. So excellent job to the whole staff. All right, guys, we're almost to the finish line and wanted to, uh, before we put this one to rest, just tell you, again, if you didn't get to the 2019 Important Performance Show, be sure to make it next year. Uh, it's a really great time, and it's going to be held May 15th through the 17th in 2020. Scott, I know that you and I'll be back. Absolutely. There was way too way too much stuff to see, and hopefully the weather is just as nice. Of everything we did today, is there anything that stands out as like the, the moment for you? Well, I don't know if it would be the moment for a lot of people, but that was one of the, the better burnouts that I've seen. Oh, well, yeah. It was true. extended, and <laughs> there was at one point where I couldn't see a thing for a good two <laughs> or three minutes and almost felt like I had to stop, drop, and roll because... <laughs> The fumes and the burning rubber and yeah. the smoke and the it, amount of people. It could have been the wind drift direction today, but normally I don't have to breathe through fabric. And I took my hat off and was breathing <laughs> through it, which doesn't always happen. So I would agree that it was. But it was good. It, it was, was great heavy duty. It was great to see. And that one guy that had the GMC pickup truck that. Oh my god! <laughs> I think those were winter tires. He blew He's... double tires on that <laughs> yeah. one. Oh that god. was quite a bit. Oh, let's uh, let's give the answer to that trivia question. Okay. Sound good? Go for it. All right. So the answer to the question was I asked what was the year, make, model of vehicle that Hollywood actor from the 50s, James Dean, uh, died in. And that is a 1955 Porsche 550 Spider. And that is uh, the little uh, open-air vehicle that came out of Stuttgart from 1953 to 1956. It was a 1.5-liter flat-four boxer-configured engine. And uh, that the car that uh, James Dean owned, he'd only had it for a few weeks, and it had uh, it was he put a car number on the on the doors. Uh, I think it was 130, and he nicknamed it Little Bastard. But uh, allegedly, someone pulled out in front of him, and uh, it was the wreckage was horrific. But uh, oh, yeah, the pictures from yeah. that are unbelievable. But a little 550 Spider. In fact, uh, James Dean himself has made that vehicle extremely uh, notable and, and popular. But uh, that car, extremely light. I think it was like 1,200, 12, like just over 1,200 pounds. So basically a go-kart. Light. Yeah, it's half the weight of, of most considered light modern vehicles. So, yeah, that's today's answer. Uh, how about the fact that our next big show, let's talk about that. We have 
Ford Nationals. Nationals. Yeah, Scott, you want to give the dates on that? May thirty first to June second. Yeah, it's we'll, coming up just right after Memorial Day. Uh, we'll be weekend. there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it should be a good one. Well, good. Well, stick around. We will be back next week. As always, we have interviews all lined up. I know for Memorial Day weekend, one of the big things for me will be the Indy 500. That's uh, the Brickyard is always one of my favorites, so I'll be enjoying that. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We are also wanted to, to give a little bit of a, a teaser to something else that's happening, and that is that we have officially entered Rally North America. And we're going to be starting in Erie, Pennsylvania and ending up. The finish line is Old Orchard Beach, Maine. Uh, we're on the road, Scott. Scott's going to be my navigator and co-driver. It's going to be so fun. I know. We are pretty excited about it. July 8th through 12th. We really want to stress the fact that this, and it benefits Camp Sunshine, which is a camp up in Maine that helps children that are going through extremely difficult illnesses, some terminal illnesses, other chronic situations and issues, and they do an extremely amazing job of bringing these children and their families together to give them a chance to uh, commune come, and uh, really work as a network. And uh, certainly go to our website if you have any interest in, even if it's five, ten, twenty-five, thirty dollars, help us out. We're trying to reach a goal of no more, no, you know, less than five hundred dollars. Scott, anything you want to mention? Yeah, if you go to the website, there's a direct link right on the main page uh, that will take you to our donation page with the, with the Rally North America Camp Sunshine. And you'll see us standing by the car we'll be driving. Yeah, so go to www.carsofcarlisle.com and as Scott said, right on the main splash page, click on that link and it'll take you directly to our donation page through Rally North America. And that goes directly to Camp Sunshine. Yes, there's nothing that we see or it, and I think that's extremely high percentage of what it benefits them. So with that, I mention it for A, your support, if you would, and B, the fact that uh, we are excited because when we come back, we're going to have all kinds of stories and experiences to share with you. We plan to have Instagram posts and keep you uh, right there in the in the uh, driver's seat with us. Or passenger seat. Or navigator seat. I <laughs> or in the trunk. Right. Sa- very comfortable. Driving. I'll be taking the video. A very comfortable trunk ride, yes. Right. But, yeah, uh, can't wait to bring that to you. So for now, I'll say drive well, be well, and take care. <laughs>